0: still suffering. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I'm your host today and I am joined by Pastor Renee Keevitt. Welcome Pastor Renee. Hello, hello. So we are about halfway through, I would say, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is actually the middle message in our series called why where we are talking about the most depressing book of the bible as (laughs) pastor pat says job so it's interesting um yeah because this book is about suffering
1: yeah it's like the most human book almost yes all the questions all the yeah just all the ranting it's ranting it's raving it's questions it's not toddler temper tantrum because there's the real suffering here but there's just yeah it just joke feels so human and I like that I can yeah. relate to that
0: yes it's a very very relatable book mm-hmm. very relatable mm-hmm. book so on Sunday you asked us a few questions at the beginning
1: I sure did I and I and I think when whenever anything happens suffering wise and it could be suffering the loss of a loved one, um, massive grieving, a loss of like a tragic accident. Um, But it also could be, there's lots of different kinds of suffering. Yes. Um, You know, we can, you know, someone might not seem like they're suffering and they're suffering more than you think they are or like we kind of grade suffering that maybe is a weird thing to say um but we can you know suffer the loss of identity or suffer the loss of possessions that are special suffer the loss of people or um pets yeah Uh, we can we can suffer in in a variety of ways and i think we all kind of do the same thing why why would that happen
0: yeah well i yeah, I think we want to look for a reason in it, yeah. right? Otherwise, I, what's the point of it?
1: Right. We. I think we all, and I think when I was younger for sure, I had to make sense of everything in a yes. way that I understood it. And, if, and I wasn't I'm willing to live with, I don't actually know the answer. Yeah. Um, whereas now that I'm or <laughs> and wiser or just older, I know <laughs> that it isn't actually possible to understand everything, yeah. certainly about God Yes. or about the world or about suffering because there just isn't a way for our mind to understand it. We don't see the big picture like God sees. Um, And some things just are horrible and rotten and there isn't a reason. Yes. And it's hard to sit in that tension sometimes. It's
0: hard to swallow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. I feel like we think if we can make sense of it, if we can understand it, it'll be like, oh, okay. But I don't even think if we could that we would be like, oh, that okay, sure, then suffering is fine. I don't think we would ever be there.
0: Yeah, I, maybe it would depend. I don't know. Sometimes I think like, you know, we've both had babies and mm-hmm. I would say in labor, there was a bit of suffering. pain and suffering, but Indeed. you know that you're getting a beautiful baby and yeah. you know that that's the... You know
1: there's an end point.
0: Yes. You know there,
1: there has to be point. an end point. Um,
0: and you anticipate that that's your... Yeah. That that's the why of it, right? And the
1: end point of that su- suffering is actually celebration. Yes. Where the end point of there isn't always a defined end point with suffering yes which is maddening which yeah which makes it way way harder and yeah. i love that joe just like asks all the things and like throws out all the things that i think i've said myself yes um and uh and he has a friend uh, lie who who kind of just not puts him in his place but he does kind of rebuke him a little bit he does yeah. kind of like push back and say you know, Job. I know you're saying these things, but that's actually not true about God. But, yeah. but in your suffering, I can see how you are asking those questions or like making these brash or bold statements, right? Yeah. Like, so Job says things like, "God's ignoring me. Like he won't he won't answer me. He's ta- He's not talking yeah. to me. God is not good. Um, mm. God is not running the world fairly or with justice. Um, God is not seeing that I'm righteous. Hello, I'm a perfect person. He literally yeah. calls himself pure and blameless. Ooh. And, um. God isn't caring your kind. He just it's it's just like the world is happening on its own and and so Elihu is a friend who isn't a super close friend because Job did have three other friends who sit with him and yeah. and who gave him lots of speeches for the first what 30 29 chapters <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> after the first two. Um but Elihu is younger. He waits his turn to speak because of the the deference to the older people. Uh, I see. Yeah. Um and he really um he's angry. With Job and the friends because they haven't come to the appropriate conclusions in his mind. Yeah. Um, and so he tries to walk them through sort of answering some of these um, sort of accusations or these, these things that Job is blaming God for. Um, and I found them to be helpful Yeah. as I think about... Now, it'll be interesting to see the next time I feel like I'm in a time of suffering... <laughs>
0: will you remember
1: will I remember this or will I and I hope so I mean, if we're not growing goodness but it's easier to say them right now probably than if I was in a I don't know a time of uh, fear suffering or grieving or something where um, you know I still think it's okay to ask all those questions I think it's okay to like like cry out to God I mean all those things are so because he relationally loves us and wants us to come to him but to in the end, not the conclusion of suffering, but the conclusion of why is realizing the truth about who God is. Yeah, and I think that's probably the most important, um, the most important thing um, in suffering is just to remember what's true about God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, God loves us. He's with us. He's not ignoring us. He's trying to speak to us in a variety of ways. Sometimes we're overwhelmed and we can't even hear God because. Yeah. pain is too great or the suffering is too great or or we've hardened our heart to god because we're mad about
0: the suffering i wonder if that's more the truth than. Mm. uh
1: (laughs) yeah so we can't even hear because we we don't want to yeah um or we know we're right so we don't need to (laughs) somehow listen (laughs) um and then just reminding ourselves like we sing songs like He's a good good father and mm-hmm. um I think it's easy enough to sing those songs when everything is going dandy fine. Yes. Um but to remind ourselves that God is still good when we when we don't understand, when we can't see it, um, that God is not evil or you know, and and I love how Elihu Elihu's like very just sort of straight up about who God is and what he can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's impossible for God to do wrong, he says in Job thirty four. The mighty one would never treat people unfairly. And I, mm. it's, I mean, at some point we, we are trusting by faith that what the scriptures tell us is true, which I do, clearly. Uh, yeah. But we can still wrestle with it when it doesn't feel true. Yeah. But we we have to know what is true. Mm-hmm. So it's true. God is just. Yeah. Um, he is seeing oppression in the world. And, you know, we right now with the war
0: mm-hmm. with
1: Russia Ukraine. and Ukraine, and I just think... Come on, God, do you, do you see this? Like, do you see the suffering of your people? And um, I know that he does, even though I can't understand the big picture. Um, God sees everything. There's, there's no shadow or total deep darkness where those who do evil can hide from God. Yeah. Um, that was another uh, mm-hmm. passage. And just the reminder that God is, I mean, he gave us free will, so there will be suffering. Mm-hmm. because God loved us so much that he lets us choose, which sometimes I think was a bad decision.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I wonder that too sometimes, you know, yeah. especially when someone else's free will hurts yes. someone else. Yeah. That's, not, that's not easy to, no, it's not. to accept that, right. or to be thankful that God gave us free will in right,
1: that. Right, right. But things are going great. I'm glad I have free will to choose yeah. what I want. But yeah.
0: yeah,
1: we're so fickle, and God <laughs> He knew that <laughs> we would be like that. Um, and so he has to have these... Bigger ways, these bigger plans for us um, that we can't and won't um, always understand. And the other thing in suffering that I don't love talking about because it's uncomfortable is this whole, I'm a good person and bad things shouldn't happen to me. Yeah. Um, Job even comes right out and says, like, I'm pure, I'm blameless. Um, I've done nothing wrong. I'm clean. I'm free from sin, which is yeah. like...
0: That's bold. That's, that's the bold suffering statement. talking, because
1: because yes. really a righteous person. I mean, we all know that's not true about any of yes. ourselves. Even if we're good people, even if we're trying to do our very best, no one is perfectly clean and mm-hmm. pure. I mean, Jesus, okay, fine, but no human. No. Um, and the notion that God can work through our suffering to bring about change in us, or to stop us from sinning in another way.
0: Mm, uh yeah, that's.
1: I don't even. It's. It's hard to accept that. It is. Yeah. It is that, that my suffering right now may be stopping me from something else. And, you know, I've heard someone say I was going, you know, it was, everything was busy and I was going full bore and I was never resting and my body just broke down. Right. Yeah. And in that breakdown, I'm forced to rest. Yeah. And I think there's a connection that can be made there in our suffering. We are forced to take another look. Yeah. Um,
0: well, your headlight story reminded me. Have you ever read, um, which is a great, great, story, by the way? Um, have you ever read *The Hiding Place* by Corey Ten Boom? Mm,
1: yeah, well, years ago, not recently, but. So that mm. reminded
0: me of the part in the story where they were in. Um, so if you haven't read that, it's, I think it's a great yes. inspirational oh, book. Yeah, amazing. I'd definitely recommend it. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, they, when they were in the concentration camp. Mm-hmm. Um, They got head lice Mm -hmm. and they prayed and it was only their like little unit or that was the, anyway, their unit unit. had it, their little area and they prayed and prayed and prayed, please take this head lice away. It was itchy and uncomfortable and it can cause other problems Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they prayed and prayed for it to go away and they continued to have head lice. Mm -hmm. Well, so then they found out later that there were guards that were assaulting women Mm -hmm. and they left them alone because the guards didn't want to get head lice. Yeah. And your story just reminded me of that yeah. because and as a way of like they suffered through headlights however yeah
1: they missed out on other uh, suffering other suffering that yeah. you know
0: arguably well I, yeah I, mean, I would say that's worse yes
1: but, absolutely you know absolutely so
0: it uh, and it's
1: hard to wrap our heads around any kind of oppression or suffering against a group of people or a person like it, even in my head I think well no one should have been suffering in the first place. Like, But yeah. you can't really... That's, again, humanity yeah. and free will and other people's choices caused suffering, like you said, yes. on other people. Um, and I... You know, this... The headlight story I shared was really this, like, funny... It wasn't when it was happening. Mm-mm. It was a few months later. It was into the summer. Because it happened in the spring. And into the summer, I felt so strongly the Lord talking to me. And there were pieces along the way... Because I felt there were a couple interactions with people at school who were like, "Oh, I never thought this would be in your family." Like, "Oh, oh yeah, you know," and yeah. and uh, you know, and just feeling really small and, and stupid almost, and just thinking, "I'm not like the people who, or I. This is not who I." As if yeah. these judgmental, this critical spirit, which did exist long before the headlights in my heart, um, and God just was peeling away this. This what I thought was secret pride, mm. which was not a secret to him. <laughs> right? No nothing evil, is, is nothing. Is no it? evil can be hidden from him. And really, was a lesson I needed to learn in some suffering. There were other things that had happened around the time that I don't really want, that I didn't share on purpose. That were just really hard for me to accept. Yeah. Things that I thought were unfair against me or not for me in ways mm-hmm. they could have been, and the lord was just teaching me and i came to an end of time and i thought oh, i just suffered through a, you know 8 9 months of some experiences that first i was mad about and i had learned nothing yes right i was mad mm-hmm. and then i came to an understanding with god that my heart my critical spirit and my this pride in me was stopping me from treating people properly was stopping me from seeing people how Jesus saw them mm,
0: yes.
1: and that needed to be taken away and I love that quote where um, you know it, it wasn't the pain of punishment this removal of pride and it's not totally removed I'm human and that is something I fight with yeah. um, but it wasn't pain from punishment it was pain from surgery and God was just I love this picture of like him just trying to the scalpel, scalpel trying to sort of just scrape off these things and that's that can be a painful process but so important yeah um and if I want to be more like Jesus then I need to go through some of those times Mm -hmm. um and so some suffering um not all suffering but there is some suffering that you know just helps us in our sinful nature to see Jesus in a new way and Mm -hmm. to become more like him
0: do you ever wish that there was a different way to learn some of these <laughs> lessons that involve less discomfort
1: sure sure and why but isn't there yeah
0: why is that the best way for us to learn
1: I think uh, this is a maybe a weird comparison but this just popped into my head you know I know mm-hmm. the benefits of eating healthy fruits and vegetables and exercising yeah. I know them and I can read all about it yeah but until I experience physical things in my body I'm not always driven to do the right thing mm-hmm and so, you know, we can know things and still not experience change, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's a hard experience that shows us where we need to be and what we need mm-hmm. to be. And, and you know, what usually someone telling me I need to be more humble isn't going to help me in the same way as me experiencing a humble a humbling humbling experience, right? Yeah. I mean, I would wish it was, but then every time I read the Bible, I would... Be perfect because I would hear all the things I, ways I should live and I would be more like Jesus right yeah but it's, it's it, we're human and so the human experience is an experience where we fail we, we repent we see our errors of our ways and hopefully we don't fail again all over the exact same way but that we're learning and growing mm-hmm. and becoming more like Jesus but yeah I mean yeah it's a it's a it's a cycle it's a it's a vicious battle at times yeah wow mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So, any um, any final words on how to suffer well? Yeah, like, I think the we've talked, we've or alluded to, or talked about like the how part of it.
1: Mm-hmm. And and really, on some level, there's not a straight up why. Yes. Um, but uh, uh, first of all, I would say this: Anne Voskamp just came out with a book called Waymaker, mm. um, and I, I read a little bit from her uh, yesterday, about... You know, we, we don't understand God because we aren't him. He's supernatural. He's amazing. He's just wildly out of our realm to understand. Yeah. And sometimes suffering happens and there is this bigger thing but happening in the world that we just can't grasp or understand. And sometimes I think there just isn't an answer to why. And so we have to rest in and trust in the truth that we know is true about God. I feel like I say that sentence all the time. And, and really drawing us back and focusing us back through worship so the last two verses of Elihu's grand five chapter Mm. speech says this mighty God beyond our reach clearly we don't understand unsurpassable in power and justice it's unthinkable that he'd treat anyone unfairly so bow to him in deep reverence one and all if you are wise you'll most certainly worship him Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and so this this call to worship um, even in the midst of suffering, uh, because God is still good, he is mm-hmm. never abandoning us. He's still with us. He's still ruling the world with justice, even if we can't see it. And he still loves us with all of our sin. Yeah. And so I just feel like that sort of is the ally who's like, ah, "Yeah, here's the final point, and then he kind of rests. <laughs> rest <laughs> in it,
0: rest in it. Rest in it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, thank you, Pastor Renee. Um, and the book you talked about by Anne Voss Camp Waymaker, our library, I believe, is planning to order yeah. it, is that mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it should Absolutely. be here yeah. um, soon. And, if you haven't checked out our library, on that note, oh um, yeah, it's awesome. We've got Absolutely. many, many resources mm-hmm. and books, and the librarians mm-hmm. are always happy to recommend something. Yeah, it's open 15 minutes before and 15 minutes after the service on Sunday, and um, if you'd like to check it out during the week, just call the office. Yeah, for sure. With Hilda. Mm-hmm. So, um, thank you, Pastor Renee. That was a. Uh, that was a good discussion. I think we I think we all learned a lot today. Um, I sure have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> through the process, yeah. That's good. If you'd like to get in touch with Renee or have any questions or want to talk through anything with her, you can reach her at renee at WainfleetBic.com. And if you have any podcast suggestions or feedback from me, I'd love to hear from you as well. You can reach me at julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thank you very much for tuning in today and we look forward to connecting with you again next week. Have a great week.
1: Bye-bye.